Welcome listeners to the Lust for Life podcast, where you will be joining a girl on her journey to discovering the depths of emotional intelligence. This is your host, Tennessee Reed. This is the first ever episode. Um, I have thought about this episode for a long time, and I've attempted to record this many times, and I've actually had a few different topics that I have recorded, and they just haven't felt right. I've read books and listened to several people talk about how to start podcasts, and they've mentioned many times and emphasized many times the importance of your first episode um, and how it impacts kind of the trajectory of your podcast. So no pressure at all, right? (laughs) Um, That being said, I hope this message today uh, resonates with you and I hope that what I have to say today um, rings true to you also and brings um, wealth to uh, your emotional intelligence. And I just want to preface this podcast by saying I'm not an expert in emotional intelligence. That's the point of this podcast is to document my journey to that. Um, I do feel like I've come a long way, but I have not gone as far as I want to. I want to keep developing that skill and I want to see how many times I can refine emotional intelligence. And I do believe that emotional intelligence is kind of a broad term and I might be redefining it in this podcast as um, emotional wellness, um, emotional strength. Um, You know, I just, I hope you keep that in mind that I might be redefining that word and, um, I think it, I think it's something beautiful and I think it's something beautiful that we can do together. A little bit of a backstory is, um, I guess we can go really, really back. Um, I always kind of struggled growing up with self-confidence and knowing my identity. I always felt like I was meant for more. I always felt like what I was doing was not enough which is probably not the best skill to have. What I was doing was not where I wanted to be. I wanted to keep striving. I wanted to keep improving. And that probably was not the best skill to have. When I was younger, I struggled emotionally. And I'm not blaming anyone when I use these examples. I think that ultimately it came from myself and I I recognize that. But I remember when I was younger, just crying in my room alone all the time, like all the time. And I felt alone. You know, I felt scared. I felt worthless. I always wondered what my purpose is in this life. Um, I didn't really feel like I had much talent, um, except for sports. I, I found that I was actually really good at running, which led to me, uh, getting on the track team or I was running at a track meet and then they recruited me the soccer team. And um, that's kind of how I found my value was sports because that was people seem to, you know, base their value on how good they are at things. So that's what I did. I based my value on sports and I found that people liked me when I was good at sports. (laughs) But when I was younger, I felt like I was really alone, scared and worthless. And um, I was bullied in elementary school. I remember coming home multiple times in tears. 
I would actually walk home every day from elementary school and I would just cry because I didn't fit in with the girls. Um, I didn't have the nicest clothes. I didn't have all the nicest toys. I didn't have a cell phone. Can you believe that? I didn't have a cell phone. <laughs> um, and I was actually kind of ridiculed at school for that. And I was chosen last at recess for different teams because I wasn't viewed as the cool one. And I wasn't viewed as like, you know, I wasn't viewed as valued because I didn't have all the coolest stuff. Um, and as a, as a child, that hurts, that hurts so bad. Like you, all you ever wanted was friends when you're, when you're that age, all you want is friends and you want to fit in. And when you're not that way and you're actually treated poorly by the people that you want to be friends with, I don't know if there's anything that can compare to that. So I think that's, I think it's fair to keep that in mind when children are growing up is that's a really crucial age to um, make sure that that child feels loved. And I don't know if there is a way around that. I think that a lot, most children probably feel that at some point in their life because they just, you know, they're new to this earth. They're new to their identity. They're still trying to fit in their pants and figure out what's going on. And, um, but I, I just felt, and this continued all the way through high school. I, I mean, I got better at it through junior high. I kind of masked my insecurities. I kind of masked my, uh, self-doubts. I, I did well at that. I kind of learned to um, be more independent. I was happy with myself. I was happy doing things by myself. And I think that's, I'm very similar that way today. I like to be by myself. And I think that might be why is because I learned to be by myself when I was younger, but I do value relationships today. I value them very greatly. And I'll have a podcast about that. Um, but I remember just feeling so alone, even in high school, I felt like I was always the last one picked for dances. I felt like I was always, you know, second best, or I even had teachers tell me, I had teachers tell me I wasn't smart enough for scholarships for college, which is ridiculous. Um, and myself today is wanting to grab that girl and say, why are you letting them dictate your life? Like, why are you letting people tell you things that are not true? They don't even care about you. And why Why does this mean so much to you? Why does validation from others mean so much to you? And that's what this all came from is I sought validation from others. And I don't, I, I'm assuming most kids in this day and age probably do. And I'm trying to pinpoint why. Um, and I think hopefully throughout this journey, I will find that out. Um, but... This actually continued all the way through college. This insecurity continued through college. I found myself a beautiful, beautiful husband. He is the best thing that's ever happened to me. It wasn't fair to him how much pressure I put on him to validate me. I've had this insecurity my whole life growing up, and I, I put this pressure on him to validate me and um, just make me feel good. And no matter how many times he did, no, how many, no matter how many times I asked him or begged him just to tell me how good I am, <laughs> which sounds ridiculous. I never felt good still. I never felt good. I never felt good enough. Um, even after getting my nursing degree, I thought getting my nursing degree, you know, finally feel like I have like a big girl job. I feel good about myself. And I didn't, I did not. And I actually felt worse 
because I had that expectation once I got my nursing degree that, you know, somehow everything magical is going to just fit into place. And it did not. It got worse. And just a few months ago, I just like, this sounds ridiculous, but it's true. I watched the Barbie movie. Um, I watched the Barbie movie and I think connecting that movie connected me to my my what you call inner child or younger self and it just brought back so many memories because I remember I don't I mean I probably had a couple dolls but like I only had a couple Barbies but I just remember loving dolls but I remember seeing that movie and seeing Barbie it just connected me back to those emotions that I was feeling as a little girl and I had buried those emotions. I buried them and I just kept shoving them down because I did not want to deal with them. I did not want to see them. I I knew that that was an ugly place or ugly feelings that I did not want to recover, recover, recoup, you know. So seeing that movie, it just like split me open, ripped me open and grabbed those emotions out of me and placed them right in front of me. And I just looked at them, you know, and I just started, I sobbed for 24 hours straight. Okay, probably 18. It was the entire day. Like my husband went off to school um, and he came back and I'm still crying. Like I'm still crying and I could not explain why. And it was because I was processing all of the years of emotions that I just shoved under, like lifted up that rug and just kept filling it. And um Essentially, I finally, it took me a few months, I finally figured out what that was. And it was me, you know, going back to that little girl inside of me and just giving her the biggest hug and giving her, you know, wiping her tears away and looking at her and telling her, you are beautiful. You are worth, you are worth so much. And it, it kills me to see that you think that you're not worth a ton because look at, look at us now. We're okay. Look, our life turned out good and it's fruitful. And look how much motivation you have. And look, look how you healed. Look, you did it. Keep like, keep going. And so I just, i envision myself just sitting next to a little girl at school on the curb, you know, who's crying, which happened. Um, and just sitting with her and telling her everything's going to be okay. And I encourage you, if you have these feelings or you ever did to kind of, you know, look inside and is that little girl girl or is that little boy hurting? Or a younger self? Is that younger self of yours hurting? It, it reminds me of the, the Matthew McConaughey speech. I don't remember when it was, but he talked about how his hero is himself in 10 years. And it will continue to be that way. And it helps him strive to, you know, be that hero for himself. And that's kind of how I feel this is, is I am her hero. I'm, I'm what she begged for. I Like, I got to this point a few months ago where I'm like, no one is coming to save me. And no one, even if they did, 
they can't save me. Even if they did, they it has to come from it has to come from me. So I kind of just was able to sit back and be like, it's on me now, you know. I actually had an experience this last weekend where um I went to a an aesthetic leadership conference for women and they gave us these bracelets. I mean, I'll show you right here. Um, they gave us these bracelets and you were supposed to write your intention of your why essentially on this little piece of paper and you put it in this little capsule on this bracelet. And I just kind of sat there and was like, what, what is my intention? Like, what is my why? And I actually, I knew this, but I wanted to know exactly what phrase I wanted to put in it. I know my why and what I came up with was um, do it for her, you know, do it for the little girl who was hurting, do it for the little girl who wanted someone to come and save her and you saved her. Continue to save that little girl. Continue to make your life better and more fruitful and beautiful. And and I I actually wrote or I drew a little flower next to, you know, where I wrote, do it for her. It was a little flower that he used to draw like all the time when I was little. Um, I wish I could describe it. It kind of looks like a daisy. It was a flower I made up and I was really proud of it. <laughs> but the message that I wanted to kind of share today overall was most of us probably were hurting growing up and we were on different, you know, dimensions of life is what I call it. We're, we all struggle with different we all struggle with different things and and we all um, have different things to work on and continue to work on. And we all come from different places. So give each other grace. But ultimately, you know, find your why. Why why do you want to change your life? Why what is stopping you? You know? Um, and my why is is I wanna I wanna say that little girl that was hurting and um I want I want to continue to be my own hero. And I hope in 10 years I can look back and you know say wow I did it. I can't wait to see what the next 10 years does. And I love you all and I hope that this message resonated well with you and I will see you on next week's episode. Thank you for listening.